Welcome to Just the Two of Us, our bumpy journey called life. We are two friends that have been sharing our spiritual journey for the last 11 years. We've had wonderful moments and miracles on our journeys and also many bumps along the way. We love talking about all things related to spirituality, recovery, the heart, soul, and ego, and we enjoy sharing that with all of you as well. Today's topic is growing into new places. So it takes time, right? It takes time to grow into new to new places sometimes, or every time, I guess. What uh gotcha. hi. Mm-hmm. What uh what place do you think you're growing into right now? Oh boy. Okay, so some of this may not make sense to some people. I'm still trying to understand it. So, uh, yeah. So my new place is living on my own since it's, and the first time when I was 17, I moved out of my parents' house and for a year I lived on my own, but not really because the lady, the couple that lived upstairs from me, I rented fishing downstairs for my grandparents' friends. So they were right above me. My grandparents lived just not even a half of a, not even a quarter of a block away. And my parents lived about less than a mile away. So that's as far as I got the first year. And then I got married and then I got married again and, and then again and whatever. Um, but I never was alone. And so this is my first time being alone, um, alone, alone, and no family around either. Um, before I had family everywhere. Probably too much, but um, yeah, no family around. So um, there's a new quiet and I'm adjusting. It's not a bad feeling. It's just different because, you know, I'm used to having someone to converse with sometimes. We didn't have to talk all the time. Thank God. Neither one of us are like talky talky all the time. Um, But, you know, we shared, we shared a lot of different things with each other. So now it's just me and there's a lot of quiet and my cats don't make much noise and my birds are don't make much noise. So there's silence, but you know, my understanding and it's been my experience too, that God is in the silence. God is not in the noise and the busyness. God is in the silence. So um, I'm just trusting this. And every time I think about, well, I could go do this. I could go to an in-person meeting. I could go out to lunch. I could go shop. You know, I could do all the things that I've done in the past. But at this moment, to be perfectly honest, I am desireless. I have no desires, which would probably scare the heck out of most people um, to come to a place where you, but I don't, but that means I don't have that strong urge, that pull, that, you know, thing that makes me want to go do stuff. It's, it's been a part of me my whole life, and I can tell you that it's gone. It I've, I've been working on letting go too of an attachment, so it's it's a result of the work that I've done and surrendering desire. So I feel sort of desireless. So when you're desireless, then you're really going to be true to your soul. And what does my soul want? It wants the quiet. It wants exactly what we have. Does my head want it? Most of the time it does, but every now and then it's like, eh, you know, but, (laughs) and, and I have to mention this too, on this new adventure I'm on. So 
I feel like life tests us. That's what happened when I split up with my husband and I was so scared because I got, um, you know, I was still raising my son. So I got the house and the pool and everything to take care of also. And as soon as he moved out, almost things started falling apart. The garage door didn't work. The pool pump went like all these things right out of the gate that I was afraid I'd have to deal with. Well, I had to deal with them. And so, um, again, here we are five weeks, a little over five weeks. My partner has been gone and we've had a potential hurricane. I fell a couple of days ago and I fell hard on my knees, which is the worst place I could fall because that's where my most of my injuries are. And uh, and so I've had to walk through a couple of um, things that would have scared the bejesus out of me. But the truth is, if I didn't listen to my head now, I didn't listen to my head. I didn't. I never felt afraid. Not for one minute did I feel afraid. Did my head want to pull me into the fear? Absolutely. It tried to come up with all kinds of stories, but it couldn't pull me in because I didn't believe it. Um, the truth is, I didn't feel afraid. Um, you know, I but that has been a fear. Hurricanes have been a fear of being alone, falling, and no one here. Guess what? Um, yes. But, you know, now as I'm saying, I'm thinking back to as a kid, and there's two injuries that I remember. I, I think there was actually three injuries as a kid. I think one of my um, aunts accidentally dropped me down the stairs when I was real little. And I don't, something got broke. I don't know what, because it wasn't a story that my parents ever told me. I think my grandmother might have alluded to it a little bit. It was her daughter. I was visiting my grandma. Um, so something happened that is, well, dies as a secret because no one really told me the full story. But, and, and the other things that happened too, no one told me the full story, but I remember it. I remember as a kid coming around the corner real fast not fast, but I come around the corner and I hit the corner of the wall with my forehead and I split my head open. And I am pretty certain that there was no empathy. I know I had stitches. I still have a little scar there, but I am sure there was no comfort, no empathy, um, probably practical to had to take me to get stitched up, you know, probably got scolded for being stupid. I don't know. I can't tell you. I don't have that memory. But obviously, the memory that I have is feeling alone. That's, I don't have the words, I don't have the details, but the feeling was feeling alone. So then, as I get a little bit older, and my cousin and I are at my grandparents, and he had this big garden, I loved it, he had acres of, of land, and we would go out and play in the garden all day, and um, we were digging in the garden, and my cousin who he's a boy and he's a very strong boy and he had the hoe in his hand and I was bending down digging in the dirt and he came down on my head with the hoe and I went screaming to my grandparents and um, what I remember of that was that they were worried they took me to the hospital and I had stitches once again and I remember my cousin getting in a lot of trouble right they were really mad at him but it wasn't his fault you know, so I have a feeling that a lot of the focus was, you know, scolding him. But I don't know again. I mean, I felt always felt safe with my grandparents, but um, they wouldn't have been the grandparent that would put you on their lap. And, you know, what I'm saying it wouldn't have been that kind of feeling. So I think there's a part of me that's always wanted that feeling of safety. And you know what? I've given it to myself today.
that's what I've learned is these are things that I don't have to be afraid of. And I'm not afraid of because I know if, you know, if I fall and I break something, I'm just going to call 911. No problem. If, I, if there's a hurricane coming, most likely I'm going to ask someone to stay with me because I don't need to be by myself. Um, you never know what situation you might find yourself in. So as I'm saying, I'm learning as I'm saying all this right now, Jess, I'm putting the pieces of the puzzle together. So, so here's some fear that's gone. It, it, that's healed is I, I'm not afraid to be alone. If I get hurt, obviously I wasn't afraid of that. The hurricane, I wasn't afraid of that. And the other one, and this is that woo woo one that might be a stretch for people's imagination, but it's, it's, it's actually a true story is there's a clock, there's a noise and my partner and I have walk-in closets and um, obviously his stuff is out of there and I put some of my things in there, which he would have fussed and raised hell if he was alive. <laughs> Trust me, he didn't money by touching his stuff or putting my stuff in there with his stuff. But anyway, but every night, almost since he died, there's been noises in that closet every night around 10, 11 o'clock. I, I, I don't ever get up and look because I don't feel scared. I don't know what it is. I may never know what it is. I look there in the daytime. There's nothing there. Um, but it pulls up the memory as a child of being terrified of the dark and wanting comfort from my parents and wanting comfort so bad that I was willing to sleep under their bed. They would never allow me in the bed ever. But I would go try to sneak under the bed until I got caught and yelled at. And that was the last time I tried it. So from then on, I, well, I had nothing to do but bury that fear. I couldn't take it anywhere. I had nowhere to take my fear. So I had to bury it and pretend it wasn't there. And then, of course, over the years, it shows up and got triggered in all kinds of ways. But it didn't hasn't gotten triggered. I don't think there's a boogeyman in the closet. I don't uh, I don't pretend to know what it is. It's a very weird thing. Um, but it's okay. It's just, I don't feel afraid. That's what I'm noticing is all these old childhood fears have healed. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I got to say. Thank you, Jesus. It feels good to come to this place. So, um, yeah, long story short. What about you, Jess? Trying <laughs> 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 to save you a little time. <laughs> going on and on I had to cut myself off go ahead <laughs> no it's good it shows you how much yeah it shows you how much fear has healed completely yeah growing into new places um <laughs> yes well <laughs> I feel um that I am growing into a new place of um that I have more quiet too my you know my son is still here but he's here less so we're growing into a place of um yes and that's that's been an ongoing process for years now just um more and more him spending more time um with his dad and less time here that's been the newest theme there so um, that's been an adjustment, but it's it's good for me to, if, like you said, I don't play a story about it. Now, my head could go and play a story about it, but it doesn't really match how I really feel. Um, because how I really feel is, well, what I say every day is um, it's quiet and I feel my freedom and I love that feeling. 
it's peace and quiet and I don't have to you know deal with someone's a teenager's attitude every day and just all the things all the things that we have to deal with um but also moving moving in this direction I talked about this on here the other day just how work represents my dysfunctional family and um just taking steps and and I've been taking these steps for years now and moving and you and I were talking about this this morning too how it it has to be in steps it just it has to be in steps it would be too much all at one time but um yeah just trying to move in the direction of um this errand running service that I want to do but really it's putting myself out there in a way that I haven't and um I guess maybe that's the space that I'm growing into now is just putting me out there and not like hiding behind anybody. Like it's kind of a different feeling when I'm on this, I'm I'm making a website and basically promoting myself on there. And um, it's strange. It's it. And I, I messaged, you know, my friends today and just a, a couple friends slash um ex people that um that I've worked with and I've worked for and just asking them if they would write um reviews for me so that I can put them on this website and it's very challenging to ask for that for myself it, it's basically asking people to say nice things about you not that I don't believe that they feel it or that they're not true but um there is a feeling that goes with that. It's, and it's a vulnerable, I guess it's just a vulnerable feeling. It's a vulnerable feeling and it's a vulnerable feeling making a whole website for just me. It's like a website for me, promoting me and my services. And um, yeah, I got to breathe through this one. Um, but this is the direction I want to go. I don't want to hide behind my dysfunctional family. I don't want to hide behind that false sense of safety or, or hide behind someone having my back or just all the things that aren't even, they aren't even real anyway. They're not even real there anyway. And just getting more comfortable with standing, standing, I guess, just standing strong in, in me, I guess. Um, you know, I've had the the pages with my bunnies and, and that's been fun. And, and that was putting, that was a process too. That was putting myself out there, but still putting myself out there behind them. Like I'm still hiding behind the bunnies. Like it's me, but it's the bunnies. So um, I decided I want to try um, a page with, with like um, my like creative chess. So like, there's a feeling with that, like, you know, I've, I've put your artwork out there and I, and I've promoted you and your artwork and the books that we've made. And that felt, um, a little different. It's a little different when it's just me. So, um, but I guess that's the direction I'm going. So mm -hmm. I, a good I'm, direction. Yeah. I'm, I'm growing into me. That's the space that I'm growing into. I got rid of all the stuff in the bunny room. I got rid of all the, I mean, it's still cute in there, but I got rid of the stuff. And ever since clearing that room out, it was like, it made space for more of me. And um, 
Yeah. And so I just, it's made, it's just made space in some kind of weird way. I don't know. I mean, I'm still doing the videos with, with the bunnies, which I still enjoy. Um, but it's, it's just made space for, for doing something new. And I guess, like I said, just not hide, hiding behind, behind things so much. So and yeah, my, you head, my, go ahead. my head is clicking today. I have not heard it do. I have not, I have not. It's, it it's like, downloading. Yeah. It's downloading. I, have, <laughs> I have not heard it do this to this degree in quite some time, honestly, quite some time. But I honestly haven't felt shook in this kind of way in, in a while either. This is like, it's, it's a good shook. It's like a fearful, you know, there's fear, but it's like exciting, like vulnerable, like new, like all sorts of stuff, just new, a lot of newness in there. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, you reminded me when I first started my blog, you know, I was very vulnerable. If I go back and read like, whoa, I don't know if I'd put, well, I don't know what I'd put today. Well, I still write every now and then, but not much. But I used to write like every day. And my family, I would post my blog on my timeline. So my family and friends, everybody could see all my business. I put all my business out there. I was never in my life more vulnerable when I, than when I started that blog. But I loved it so much that I walked through the feeling just like you. I loved it so much and it felt right for me at the time, just like for you right now. It helped me grow a lot. But then, you know, also there were lots of feelings that should have because if I wrote that I was going through something difficult, then my family would be like, are you okay? Like, no, I'm not writing this for you. To <laughs> wasn't writing for people to give me attention you know, or to worry about if I was having problems, I was just being honest and being vulnerable every day on there. Um, and it was so, so helpful to me. And, um, and I was teaching what I needed to learn. So, you know, I get it, Chas, you know, I had to, I had to walk through my own stuff with that setting up my own website, like you, are setting up now with my my practice, my life coaching practice, um, and having to get like you references and stuff, and asking people to say nice things about you. Basically, I went through all those feelings. Now I have forgotten those feelings, so right now I can say, "Oh, that wasn't hard." No, I'm sure it was incredibly hard back then, incredibly hard because I still wasn't. I was still working on getting stronger within myself, but everything helped me, and everything that I'm witnessing with you, whether it's the bunnies, I did it with Winston. His picture was always on Facebook, you know, and little sayings every day, cute stuff. And, you know, just, it's just interesting how our lives are always so aligned, but um, just trust everything, Chess. Trust everything is helping you, you doing the artwork for, or the, not the artwork, doing the layouts for our journal books and our other books. And you did a beautiful job, by the way. You have a real gift for it. Um, but, you know, you weren't ready to do it for yourself yet. So you practice on me and I, you know, I greatly appreciate it because I didn't have any interest in doing any more books. And um, but that helped you. And the bunny page has helped you. Everything has helped you. Yeah. Everything is to help us with the next thing. And so just keep trusting it. If you shake, if whatever, your head's clicking. 
It's all good. It's all yeah. good, Jess. It's all good. You're going in a beautiful, beautiful direction. You're going in the direction of your soul. And there's no better direction than that. Yep. Stepping more and more away from from familiar. Stepping yes. away from familiar from familiar into the unknown. Yes. Yep. Yes. And getting stronger and owning the parts of yourself, you know, letting people see who you are, being more vulnerable. I mean, you're vulnerable with me and some of the other ladies, but um, you know, it's more challenging when it's just people it <laughs> putting ourselves out there and selling ourselves basically. It, it is challenging and it is because I don't have a feeling when I think about you guys reading this page, I have a feeling when I think about other people reading this page, like, yeah, it's like you said, I'm, I'm used to putting myself out there with you guys as me. I, I come, I come as me to you guys, but to come as me to other people is a whole different feeling. Yeah. How's it going to be if you're, well, no, I want, I'll ask you this later. It's not for here. Okay. Yeah. So I will. Yeah. There, there's, there's a feeling. There's, <laughs> yeah. I'll keep walking. All good though. And it's I like went, and, and you may have forgotten, but um, mm -hmm. I've watched you walk it all out and I've watched mm -hmm. the process and it was not always easy. So mm -hmm. you had to walk you a know, lot of stuff out. Yeah. You know, I had a lot of damn lessons. Yeah, you did. Along the way. And you did. You witnessed a lot of that. So it's, it's <laughs> kind of like I walked ahead of you, but you got to witness what it looks like. And um, now I get to sit back and watch you take that journey. And it's like watching myself again and just kind of bringing that back, you know, in a humble way. Like, wow, I really was probably scared out of my mind, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Yep, mm -hmm. and all those years ago, I wrote you a testimony for your mm -hmm. website, and today you're there writing me one for mine. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I know it's just <sighs> everything's aligned. Yeah. So, but I couldn't have been here any. Yeah, I just, I everything got me here. Everything, everything has got me here, and I had to had to keep working on my self-esteem and I have to keep working on my self-esteem like because um yeah I just couldn't have gotten here any sooner so and I think even, even the position at work this all the all these new supervisor positions and just learning learning to take things less personal learning to be more firm with people learning to be less people pleasy with people learning like that stuff is helpful too in, yep. in moving forward and not being the peacemaker and dysfunction because you're just going to act around. If you, if you try to deal with dysfunction and try to be the peacemaker, you're going to get smacked. Yeah. Well, work, working on that one still. Yep. I had a lesson in that one the other day. So yep. Just got to keep moving towards me and uh, not worry about, yeah, I guess who's coming with me. So just Yeah. Well, I'm coming. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I'm going. I I'm know going. that. Yeah. So what are your words for the day? Um quiet. Um acceptance. Acceptance of the quiet, peace of God, which that's where the peace is, is in the quiet. Um and 
just okay being desireless. I cannot think of, you know, I've always had this, these creative juices since I was a little girl. I've always done something creative and I have zero, zero desire to create anything. And so that's the biggest one that has disappeared, but there's been more of just coming to a place of feeling like I have everything I need. So being desireless doesn't mean that you're without anything. It means you know you have everything you need and there's nothing I need to do to create a different feeling inside of me. You know, because even creativity gave me, it gave me a high. I'm not going to lie. It gave me a high. And, um, and a lot of times, you know, when I got into, you know, greeting cards, books, all that stuff, um, T-shirts, there was a, a level of stress that went with it. My body won't tolerate that level of stress today. So um, there was excitement, but there was a, a lot of stress. So today my body, it just doesn't, doesn't want any part of that. And I, I don't either. I don't know. So I don't know where I'm headed. What I, what I do know is I am, I have, be, I have come to that place of emptiness of the empty bowl. I think the Buddha is called the empty bowl. When you come to God with an empty bowl, let God fill it. I feel like I've, I'm holding my empty bowl out to God and saying, you fill it with what you want to fill it with because I have no desires. That means ego is out of the way. Does that make sense? Perfectly. Yeah. Okay. Learning as I go. How yeah. about you? I like that vis visualization. Not mm -hmm. for me, but for you. My bowl is not empty. <laughs> you got to be where you are. I don't know what that feels like, but um, <laughs> no, I still have desires. <laughs> well, you know what, Chas? You got to honor that because if you didn't right now, your life would be so painful. You have yeah. to be ready for that space. You can't just get there. You have to grow into that space. So just honor where you're at. Know it's perfect. Yeah. Yep. Um, my words are, um, just the courage to be me. So that's, those are my words right now. I, I, the courage to be me and love it and forward Yeah, and freedom. The cur the being me is the definition of freedom to me. So mm, beautiful. Any last thoughts for the day? No. Um, yeah, I'm just going to be on the sidelines being a cheerleader for you as you, you know, um, step into new places and meet more parts of yourself. Yeah, it's a beautiful process. So I'm just going to be here. And I feel the same way for you. I'm a little curious what's coming for you too. So mm -hmm. I feel the same way though, yeah. though different it's yeah, different, but the same. We're both, we're both growing into a new place. It it looks different, but just, yeah. We're always aligned. We're yeah. always aligned. <laughs> both, just... moving, more, both moving forward into. Yes. Yes. You're moving forward into more of you and I'm moving forward into more of me so well said yep yeah all right well thanks for being here today and thanks for sharing all your wisdom with us oh no I want to add oh. one thing oh oops I yes I know let me add one thing to that is anytime when people are sharing listening to our podcast 
you know, what I would say to our viewers is honor where you're at. Never compare. Never compare. You're not going to, nobody's, I don't think anybody's going to understand where I'm at. Maybe parts of it, pieces of it. But, you know, it's not about that. It's about, you know, we all hold the candle fleet for each other to find our way. But no comparing, you know, just honor where each of us are at in our journey and know that it's all good. But don't compare stories. No. Yep. No, that that's not good. That's it. Well, thanks for sharing all your wisdom with us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Just the Two of Us, Our Bumpy Journey Called Life. Our hope is that you found what we shared helpful and that you take some of it with you as you go through your day. Until next time.